We have been called to reach this generation with the love and gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Bishop Peter is obeying this higher call by preaching and teaching the word of God, both in Kenya and in many other nations of the world, supporting the weak and encouraging the brokenhearted. He and his wife Faith founded Overcoming Faith Church, which is involved in evangelism, church planting, leadership training, family enrichment programs and equipping the saints to serve. In their passion and love for the weak and neglected, they have established Happy Life Children's Home for Abandoned Babies, Happy Life Christian School and recently Jesse K. Children's Hospital. Thanks to the many friends and partners who have come along to make this happen. Glory and praise to our God. Amen. Can you confess with me? I walk by faith and not by sight. I want to share this morning about uh, uh, the Great Commission because we have been called and God gave us a message and uh, we all know that we are coming from the season of uh, Easter where we were celebrating uh, the death and the resurrection of our Savior and that's why we can rejoice that's why we can celebrate do i have a witness is jesus alive in you amen so he died and on the third day he rose again he did not stay in the grave he rose again and that's a message that brings us you know redemption that's the message that uh, you know sets people free because of the power of the cross they are set free amen people who are addicted to immorality to you know, stealing, theft, murder, because of the power of the cross, you know. And the Bible is full of testimonies of the people that were not good. You know, the people who wrote the scriptures by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, they were not good people. Apostle Paul was, uh, you know, he was persecuting the church, killing the believers. He was there when Stephen was being killed. He's actually the one who was giving instructions. And therefore, these people were not good, but... The power of the cross changed their lives. And the Bible says in Matthew 24 and verse number 12, And because uh, lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. The one who will endure to the end they are the people who will be saved. That means the Lord is already, he has saved you, but you have to endure to the end so that you can encounter the final salvation, so that you don't fall off. Because the Bible says, you know, lawlessness, sin will have increased. And we see that in the days we are living in. And because sin will have increased, the love of many will go cold. May the Lord help you that your love will not grow cold but it will continue to increase and to grow. Amen. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to the nations, and then the end will come. Now, one of the signs of the end time is that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the earth. In all the earth. And therefore, it's so important 
that we be part of this revival that is going to preach the gospel in all the earth. Now, if you believe that Jesus died and rose again, you must be and you should be part of the people that are fulfilling the great commission and preaching the gospel in whichever way the Lord calls you. Now, the Bible says in Romans 10, how can they go unless they are sent? So there are some who will go and there are people who will go in different ways. Now, all of us have been called to go. All of us have been called to preach. And I'm not saying that all of us are preachers or pastors and all that, but each one of us, there's a role, there's a position, there's a place, there is something that God, you know, is given and empowered us and, and, give, and, and deposited in us in the manner of preaching the gospel and reaching our generation. And therefore, I want you to begin to, to look into your life very seriously in the next one week and, and determine and begin to ask and pray, God, what is it that you have put in me that I can use to go and preach the gospel? Some will preach through music. Some will preach through even their giving. Some will preach through their prayer and interceding for the nations. Some will preach through, you know, sharing of the gospel one-on-one. -on -one. Some will preach through diverse ways. Some it's through uh, drama and acting. Some will preach in, through sports. Some will preach through different ways of evangelizing. So, but the most important, some will do it through the media. And of course I believe when Jesus says that the gospel will be preached in all the world, the media today has a very important, very key role in preaching the gospel to the whole world. And therefore we need to, to make use of the media because media will go where we cannot go. Just last night, you know, as people are watching our program, people are sending messages from Nanyuki, Kajiado South, Lemuru, and we're even calling. I mean, what we are saying is that it's not possible for us to be Nanyuki and Kajiado and Western and Coast and other places at the same time. But you see, through the media, we are able to go to all those places. Just this week, Pastor Julius told me somebody, I've just prayed with somebody, they have given their life to Christ. I mean, somebody is in Kisumu hearing our message and they said, please, you know, pray for me. I, am, I want to give my, you know, somebody should clap their hands and thank God. Amen. This is what we are talking about. The gospel of the kingdom. Let me read it again. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to the nations and then the end will come. So one of the signs of the end time is the preaching of the gospel to all the world. Because you can block me. You know there are places you go and we cannot be allowed to come in and preach the gospel. There are nations. You know sometimes when I listen to like Hope FM, people send messages from Qatar, they send messages from Dubai, from other places. And some of these places are very restricted. You cannot just go there and preach the gospel. But through the internet, they listen to our messages. Amen. Somebody will be listening in their bedroom. Somebody will be listening in their kitchen. Somebody will be listening in their hotel. So nobody can stop them 
because even if there are regulations you can't preach here, then somebody will just tune in maybe by accident and they'll be listening and they hear the message and they hear the gospel and many lives are being changed. Can I hear an amen? Uh, in Mark 16 and verse 14, it, it brings out the great commission. When Jesus rose from the dead, he, he gave this message to the disciples and he said, Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. And he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. Verse 15, and he said to them, go into the world and proclaim or preach the gospel to the whole world, because to proclaim is to preach to the whole creation uh-huh. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Baptism does not come before you believe, and it comes after you believe. So if you are baptized the other way around, yeah, there are people who are baptized before they believed. Well, they may have put you in water or poured water on you, then you need to come back and be baptized the right way because Baptism is for believers. Actually, John the Baptist sent away some guys because they were coming and they were saying, we also want to be baptized. And that is religion, empty religion. And, and he said, you, 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 go, go and repent. Actually, he rebuked them and he called them, you sons of vipers. You know, go and repent and come, bear fruit. Let people know that you are born again and then you can come and I'll baptize you. So baptism is not something we do as a church just to, you know, just to show we are doing something. No, it is for people who have repented of their sins. And then he said, those who believe and are baptized, they will be saved. Amen? You're talking about the Great Commission. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Do you have somebody who believes here? In my name, they will cast out devils. In the name of Jesus. This is the Jesus who died and rose again. The Son of God, the Messiah, the soon coming King, the Alpha and the Omega, the Maker of heaven and earth, Jehovah God, who is the Alpha and the Omega of our salvation. He, he is the one who says, In my name they will cast out demons. Now, these are the people who believe. It's not special people, it's not somebody with this title or that title. It is all the believers. Hallelujah. You know, I hear people saying, some of them are believers, oh, demons are chasing me. You know, are you not a believer? You're supposed to be casting them out. Some people have left their homes, oh, demons are chasing me. Oh, the Bible says, if you believe, you will cast out demons. Demons should not cast you out. You are the one to cast them out. Hallelujah. Somebody say with me in the name of Jesus. I will cast out demons because I believe. So you will cast out forces of evil, demonic forces, powers of evil. You have been given power and authority over those powers. Glory to God. So you cannot be afraid. Jesus said, in my name, you will cast out 
demons. So God has given you power to cast out demons. Can I hear an amen? In the Amplified it says, and this attesting signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak in new languages. So you, you drive them out. If you find somebody who is demon possessed and uh, some people ask, can a believer be demon possessed? I don't think so. But they can be controlled by demonic world. If they are not alert, if they are not walking in the spirit, if they are not praying, then the demonic world can actually control them. What we are saying is that when you are a believer, you have power and authority over demons and the powers of evil. Now, speaking in tongues, one or two reasons. The Bible says it is a sign. Speaking in tongues, one is a sign for the unbelievers. Hallelujah. When you are baptized by the Holy Spirit, you don't need a class. Amen? You don't need a class. Some of you through from nursery. You went all the way to, to high school, to college. Some of you to form six, and you still cannot speak English. It is not easy to learn a new language. But the Holy Spirit baptizes you and he gives you not one language but many languages instantly. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He will speak in it as a sign to the non-believers that really Christ died and rose again. Speaking in tongues also can be used in a prophecy. If they are interpreted, somebody speaks and somebody else or the same person interprets then it becomes a prophecy to the church. Amen? In my name, they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents, and even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will get well. They will recover. This is the authority of the believers to help us to fulfill the great commission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You take authority. If you are a woman and your husband is misbehaving, take your authority in prayer. Hallelujah. Declare, I'm not leaving this family. It is the powers of darkness that you leave. Hallelujah. It is alcoholism that will go. It is demonic powers that will go. It's not me. Take authority. Hallelujah. They'll pick up serpents, hallelujah. And even if you drink anything deadly, this does not mean you go, you know, looking for deadly things to drink. <laughs> Amen. But, but he's talking about working against and fighting the kingdom of darkness. That, that people may try even to bewitch you, but you cannot be witched. You are not bewitchable. Hallelujah. Don't worry about the witches. Even if there is one in your neighborhood, let me tell you, you are the one destroying their business. Because when you pray, their kingdom is scattered. Glory to God. You cannot be bewitched because you have the spirit of God. Hallelujah. You cannot be destroyed by the powers of darkness. Let me tell you that the devil has evil. He has always had evil plan. But you know what? We have been given power and authority over the kingdom of darkness. If the devil had his way, we could not be here today. Ooh, glory to God. 
If the devil had his way, this church could not be here today. If the devil had his way, your children could not be there today. You could not even have heard them. If the devil had his way, you could not be seated here worshiping God. But thank God Jesus conquered the devil and the kingdom of darkness and the powers of evil and the spirits of darkness. And today we can walk in victory, in power. Jesus said, now all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Therefore go and preach the gospel and now will be with you you always hallelujah we have the authority we have the power you cannot live your life in fear jesus said i'll never leave you nor forsake you i'll be with you can i hear a big amen? amen now when jesus says i'll never leave you nor forsake you what what does that mean it doesn't mean the same thing let's assume somebody is married to somebody and 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 you know sometimes somebody may decide to leave them and they go their way. But forsaking, it could be emotional. Where somebody has not left physically, but they left emotionally. You understand what I'm saying? So God said, I'll never leave you and I will never forsake you. Because you can be living with somebody, but they have forsaken you. You are in the same house, but they forsook you. God says, I'll never leave you physically and I'll never leave you emotionally. I'm there with you. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. So no power, no evil shall come against you. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up to heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And uh, they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord kept working with them and confirming the message by their testing signs and miracles that closely accompanied them. So Jesus confirmed that he was with them because of the signs and wonders that accompanied them. Glory to God. Signs are still happening even now. Dreams and visions, God is still speaking even now. Hallelujah. If miracles are not happening, even salvation will, be, will not be happening today. People will not be restored today. People will not be healed today. But thank God, miracles are still happening even now. And they, they went out and preached everywhere. Where did they preach? Everywhere. We need church to preach everywhere. We need to preach in the hospitals, in the prisons, in the schools, in the colleges, in the neighborhoods, on the, on the highways. We need to preach everywhere. That's the call of God on our lives. Amen? The Lord working with them and confirming the word. When we preach the gospel, God confirms the word. That the word is true. That Jesus is alive. Somebody say Jesus is alive. So we need to preach more, even through the media. Because through the media, we can be in every part of this country. We can be in the whole of Africa. God help us that we'll not just preach in Kenya, but we'll be in the whole of Africa. God will begin to open doors for us to be on platforms that are even reaching the whole world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It may cost a lot of money, but our God will provide. 
The one who said, I'll be with you. It means I'll provide what you need as you go to preach the gospel. You remember when Jesus asked Philip, how much money do you have to feed these people? And, and Philip said, we don't have enough. Somebody would have to work for six months or so to, so that we can feed these this, this people. But Jesus, the Bible says, he knew what he was going to do. When God calls us to preach the gospel, he already knows what he's going to do. We don't have to be afraid. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Look at Matthew 28 and verse 16. The kingdom, the gospel. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. So there are some who will worship and some will doubt. Even today there are some who believe others doubt. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. After Jesus rose, he took all authority in heaven and on earth. He took all the authority. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Now, with this authority, go make disciples, believers, church, people who believe. Go and preach salvation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Baptizing them. So preach the gospel. When they believe, baptize them. Baptism is a, is a symbol that something has changed in, this, in the life of this person. Like Apostle Paul says, if any man be the Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Hallelujah. Sometimes in Kenya, people take baptism lightly because if you go to some countries where there are very, very few believers, other religions are more and all that, then when somebody is baptized, they take it very seriously. They may not take even salvation very serious. But when somebody has been baptized, they take it very serious. Because it's a public declaration. I am now a believer. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Ensuring I will be with you always to the end of age. Jesus said I will be with you. We need to know as we serve God, as we preach the gospel, God is with us. He is Emmanuel. He says, and surely I'm with you always to the end of the age. To the end, I will be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So as we go out, as we preach, as we minister, as we plant churches, as we do crusades, seminars, conferences, as we witness, as we preach on radio and TV, the Lord says, I am with you. I am with you. And that gives me confidence. That gives me boldness to continue preaching the gospel. If I was alone, I could not have made it this far. Hallelujah. The Lord is on our side. Forces of darkness will come against us as we try to fulfill the Great Commission. We have seen what happened in Sri Lanka and other places. 
They may try to burn churches and do all the things they are trying to do. But you know what? God said he is with us. And sometimes God has used the bloodshed, the persecution, as a firewood, as a fuel that brings revival. You can destroy houses, but you cannot destroy our faith. When they went, wherever they went, because they were running away from persecution, they carried the gospel. I'm running away, but I love Jesus. Glory to God. So no one, Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Church, we need to arise and fulfill the great commission because Jesus is coming back. Father, we worship you. Lift up your hands. Let's believe God right now in Jesus' name. The miracle you need in your family, receive it right now. The miracle you need in your business, receive it right now. The doors you're trusting God to open for you, receive that miracle right now. Right now. I release that miracle. I release that miracle. I release that miracle. I release that miracle in the name of Jesus. Yes, you have been tormented by the powers of evil. Today I stop the hand of the enemy. I stop the powers of evil. I stop witchcraft, sorcery, divination, every lie of the enemy. I stop you now in the name of Jesus. And now whatever miracle you are trusting God for, right now it is done. Those doors have been opened. Miracles in the family. Miracles in your business. Jesus is our Lord. And he's right here. If you receive it, lift up your hands and thank God. Thank God for his faithfulness. Thank God for his goodness. I say hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. And if there be somebody here or even those who are listening to us and you have never given your life to Jesus, this is the most important decision of your life. You can ask him to forgive you today and he will set you free. I want us to pray with them. And if you're here or you're listening to me, you can pray this prayer today and the Lord will set you free. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I am a sinner. Forgive my sin. So that when you come, I'll be ready. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And now I'm a child of God. I'm ready for his coming. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. You know what? If you have prayed that prayer, today you are born again. You are a child of God. Your sins have been forgiven. You are a new creation. If the trumpet would sound right now, you will go to heaven in Jesus' name. Let's celebrate all the people that are coming to the kingdom in Jesus' mighty name. We believe that today's word has richly blessed you. If you have a prayer request, a testimony, 
or your wish is to simply receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you may call or write to us on 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. I repeat, 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. Feel free to visit our website on www.ofckenya.church Our Facebook page at Overcoming Faith Church OFC and watch sermons on our YouTube channel OFC Ministries We invite you to join our live changing services on Sunday's first service from 8 to 9.45am and second service from 10am to 12.30pm and on Wednesdays from 6pm for our midweek services we are located at Blessed House, along Thicker Road, right opposite Garden City Mall. And if that's too far for you, not to worry. You may also join one of our other branches near you, listed on our website. Welcome to Happy Life Children's Home, a rescue center for abandoned babies and one of our many transformative ministries here at OFC. You may visit Happy Life in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Jessica Children's Hospital and Happy Life Christian School in Juja Farm. To support this great work, please forward your contributions to paybill number 880906 and account name Happy Life. That is paybill number 880906, account name Happy Life. One of our other rapidly growing ministries is the Jessica Children's Hospital. Jessica extends subsidized pediatric services to the community of children around Nairobi and its environs. Find us in Roisambo along the Mumba Drive next to Happy Life Children's Home. We are here because we care. Jessica Children's Hospital, health for body, mind, and soul. For more information on Jessica and Happy Life, please call us on 0714. 593-926. I repeat, 0714-593-926. Or visit our website on www.happylifechildrenshome.com. OFC, growing bigger and getting better.